This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that revs the motor of history seven days a week. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about the long, strange journey of the VW Beetle, a brand that overcame its bleak beginnings to become one of the most popular cars of all time. The day was February 17th, 1972. The 15,000,034th Volkswagen Beetle rolled off the assembly line in Germany, making it the most highly produced car in the world. In claiming that top spot, the VW Beetle beat out the Ford Motor Company's iconic Model T, which had been in production for 19 years, from 1908 through 1927. When production ceased that year, more than 15 million Model Ts had been built, a record that would stand for 45 years. Ford's Model T had a profound impact, not just on the burgeoning automotive industry, but on society itself. It was the first car that was affordable and reliable enough for the average person to buy one. Breaking that crucial barrier changed public perception of the car, from a rich person's luxury or a mechanic's hobby, into a viable means of transportation for just about anyone. The VW Beetle was actually created with a similar purpose in mind, to make car ownership more accessible to the masses, and in particular, to the masses of 1930s Germany. You've probably heard that Adolf Hitler was involved in the Beatles' creation, and that's mostly true. In 1933, Hitler became Chancellor of Germany, and his list of goals included building new roads and making cars more affordable for German families. That task was overseen by the Third Reich's Strength Through Joy, or Leisure Division. In 1934, the Austrian-born engineer Ferdinand Porsche was enlisted to help design the People's Car, or as it was known in German, the Volkswagen. This was still 14 years before Porsche would launch his own brand of automobiles, but at the time, he had already been working on designs for a small, affordable car. So, it's true that Hitler started the chain of events that led to the VW Beetle, but the actual design of the car predates his request. In fact, the finished product, known as the Volkswagen Type 1, was remarkably similar to the Tatra T97, a Czech car, whose designer Porsche had worked with years earlier. The designs were so similar that the Tatra company later sued Porsche for patent infringement. Nothing ever came of the lawsuit, though, because shortly after it was filed, Hitler's Germany invaded Czechoslovakia and put an end to the T-97. Construction on the Volkswagen factory began in 1938, when Hitler himself placed the building's cornerstone. Full-scale vehicle production wouldn't begin there until after World War II, but the factory in Wolfsburg, Germany did produce cars for military use prior to the country's defeat. 
Conditions in the factory were about what you'd expect for something run by Hitler. 80% of all production workers were enslaved foreign and Jewish men and women. Following World War II, the VW manufacturing plant was seized by British forces. The initial plan was to dismantle the equipment, ship it back to Britain, and start making the people's car there instead. However, no British car manufacturer wanted to make Volkswagens. You might imagine that had something to do with the design's connection to the Nazis, but a commission of British car manufacturers inspected the Volkswagen, and their conclusion was that it was, quote, quite unattractive to the average buyer, and that to build the car commercially would be a completely uneconomic enterprise. In other words, they thought the car was ugly, and that no one would buy it, an opinion that didn't age well. Since England wanted nothing to do with Volkswagen, the company, factory, and car stayed put in Germany. In 1949, the car was introduced to the American market, where it was met with the coldest of cold shoulders. How cold? Only two of the cars were sold in the whole country that first year. Sales improved from there, they kinda had to, but they remained low throughout the 1950s. The car's roots in Nazi Germany made it a tough sell in post-war America, and its small size and unusual curves didn't help. But then, in 1959, Volkswagen was able to turn things around with the help of an advertising agency called Doyle Dane Birnbach, or DDB for short. Copywriter Julian Koenig and others at DDB hit upon the idea of confronting the car's apparent drawbacks head-on and then spinning them as advantages to consumers. For example, Koenig came up with the tagline, Think Small which was placed alongside a picture of the diminutive car, which was made to look even smaller against an all-white background. Additional copy went on to explain the benefits of a little car. They're easier to park, they get much better fuel mileage, and they're less difficult to push if they run out of gas. This playful approach to the product made the ads and the car stand out from the competition. Over the next decade, sales increased exponentially, with the VW Type 1 eventually becoming the number one auto import in the United States. Yearly sales rose from a dismal 2 in 1949 to 570,000 in 1970. Along the way, the car picked up its famous insect-inspired nickname when the public dubbed it the Beetle on account of its rounded shape. Anything that distanced the car from its problematic roots was just fine with Volkswagen, so the company later adopted the Beetle name itself in the late 1960s. But that didn't stop other countries from giving the car their own animal nicknames, including the Flea, the Mouse, the Frog, the Ladybug, and the Turtle. Now embraced by the counterculture of the 1960s, including surfers and hippies alike, the car shed its dark history and became something downright lovable. Its distinctive design has since been associated with pop culture legends like Herbie the Lovebug, the Transformers, and the Beatles. No relation. But arguably, the VW Beetle Love Fest reached its peak on February 17, 1972, when the car officially overtook the Model T 
as the best-selling car in the world. By 1973, total production had reached more than 16 million. Years later, the Beetle became the first car to sell 20 million units, and by the time it ceased production, for a third time, in 2019, more than 21.5 million VW Beetles had been produced. To be clear, the Beetle itself was overtaken as the global bestseller in the late 1990s. The current reigning champ is the Toyota Corolla, which has sold over 50 million units as of 2022. However, some people would say that record should come with a caveat. There have been countless redesigns of the Corolla over the years, all of which could be viewed as distinct car designs that just happen to share the same name. That's not true of the VW Beetle, though, which was produced largely unchanged for eight decades. So while it's technically no longer the best-selling car brand of all time, you could make the case for it as the world's best-selling car design. You know, if it really means that much to you. Of course, there's always the chance the Beetle could go back into production someday and even potentially take back its top spot from the Corolla. But as things stand now, the last VW Beetle, a denim blue coupe, was produced at Volkswagen's assembly plant in Mexico on July 9th, 2019. It was Beetle number 21,529,464. Its assembly was celebrated by an on-site mariachi band, and it's now on display at the company's auto museum right there in the city of Puebla. It's unclear if the VW Beetle has enough gas in its tank for yet another comeback, but if the car could survive being linked to one of the most despised people in human history, not to mention Austin Powers, I wouldn't count it out just yet. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about car history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And it's now on display at the company's auto museum right there in the city of Puebla. It's unclear if the VW Beetle... <laughs>